Hey y'all, welcome to Geek Freaks. I am Frank, and I'm joined by Daniel. Hola. And Jonathan. Hey, hey y'all. Alright, let's start off with, how was your guys' holidays? Today's Boxing Day, by the way, happy Boxing Day. Those watching the stream and everything like that, those are into the podcast. We recorded this on Boxing Day, so happy to that. Uh, but Jonathan, how was your Christmas? It was good. I got all kinds of good stuff, had fun. Uh, it was, you know, very small, trying not to gather too much and whatnot, but I had a good time. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Daniel? Uh, it was uh, a little disappointing this Christmas, <laughs> especially with the whole uh, coronavirus. So I didn't get to hang out with my niece or nephew. We only yeah. FaceTimed them and watched them open presents on FaceTime. That was a little disappointing. And then, um, uh, yeah, the, the other stuff was kind of fun. Hung out with my mom and grandma. Pretty much. It's hard because there are so many people who, who live their entire Christmas through FaceTime this you know, this time around. And it's like, I don't know. It was just such, a lot of Twitter was people like kind of like consoling each other and stuff like that. And it's, it's, it was a bit of a downer, a bit of a downer year for them. And that, you know, Hey, 2021, it's going to be awesome. Yeah, I hope so. We're going to have a good 2021. Uh, yeah, mine was good too. And yeah, everything went pretty well. Um, had, I had COVID, uh, beginning of the month, so I'm immune. So that kind of helped out a little bit for Christmas. Uh, but yeah, so, you know, what are you going to do guys? We're going to look, look forward to a great year next year. Uh, okay, so let's go ahead and get into what we're going to be doing today. We're going to be talking about Wonder Woman 1984 that just came out on Christmas Day. Uh, and then we're going to be talking about some of our favorite picks from this last year of movies, comics, TV shows, and games. And then we're going to be talking about what's coming up next year in those same categories. Today's episode of Geek Freaks is brought to you by Green Man Gaming. Green Man Gaming sells keys for Steam, Epic Game Store, and many more. Uh, at a very good discount. Check out all their amazing sales. Uh, currently, their sales, they have a winter sale going on until uh, the first week of January. We have Red Dead Redemption 2. That is 38% off for only $36.98. That's, of course, a great game. We have a level up about that one. Death Stranding is 56% off, uh, bringing it down to $26.40. One of our very few games we gave a perfect score to. I still don't agree with it, but <laughs> we did give it a perfect score. Uh, Bioshock Infinite, a must play. is only 6 bucks at 78% off. Uh, Mafia Definitive Edition, this is kind of one of the newer ones, $26.39 right now. Rise of the Tomb Raider, only $5, it's 83% off. The uh, Middle Shadow, sorry, Middle Earth Shadow of War, a game you've heard me talk about plenty of times, is 84% off for only $9. And then of course, 2020's Marvel's Avengers is 57% off, making it $25.50. They just added um, Hawkeye, I think, no, not, not Hawkeye, but um, Kate Bishop, his daughter. Uh, to there so there's a brand new character added and you get her as well so check it out guys green man gaming the link is in the description thank you for your support uh throughout 2020 the money we've raised through the ads and stuff like that have gone to grading studios for each of our homes while we dealt with a pandemic uh including the mic i just i'm talking to you now we just bought this mic this week with the money from you guys so we appreciate it uh, and we will continue to invest into the podcast through our sales um we have a we have two more no i'm sorry we have three more shows coming next year uh, all possible because of you guys. So we really appreciate it and we hope you enjoy the show. All right, let's go ahead and get into the best of 2020. The way we're going to do it this year, guys, we're going to do a voting thing. Like that. But 2020 was such a wackadoo year that instead of going into what's the best of, we're going to be uh, and having you guys vote. We're just going to go over what was our favorites and kind of discuss them as we go. Jonathan, let's start with you. What was your favorite movie from 2020? Uh, so that was easy because I think I only saw one new movie or at least one new movie that i could remember from 2020 was new mutants 
and I thought it was pretty good. So it was either going to be my best or my worst. So I'm going to say it's my best. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It was, it was, that narrows it down. Yeah, it was a pretty good movie, though. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Daniel? What was your favorite movie from 2020? <sighs> that's tough. Uh, I actually have a little list. Uh, hmm. Yeah, that's perfect. Because yeah. we're going to go over some of the other movies that we're not picking right now, too. So there's that. Too. Okay. I, I liked Sonic the Hedgehog, but then, like, I also liked Enola Holmes. Enola Holmes, that is your pick. Because Sonic the Hedgehog came from the year before. No, so I looked so you it guys... up. It said 2020. Did it? No. Yeah, it said 2020 when I looked it up. I thought for sure Sonic came out last year. Okay. So, Maybe like on DVD uh, or something like that. Well, either way. And Enola Holmes was a surprise hit. I was Daniel texted me like the day it came out. He's like, hey, did you watch Enola Holmes yet? I'm like, no, man, it just came <laughs> out. I'm sure like Holmes I'm not, I'm not the guy who's like, holy cow, guys, Enola Holmes is out. <laughs> But Daniel yeah. told me about it, and he actually kind of, I'll, I'll give it to Daniel. He kept saying, like, Frank, did you watch it yet? Frank, did you watch it? Finally, I watched it, and I can make, I can see them making a series out of this, like a, a few movies out of this thing. Oh, uh, there is really a book good series. Cast. Oh, is it? I didn't know there was a book series. Yeah, there is a book series. Uh, so I'm hoping that they continue it, and hopefully uh, Henry Cav- Cavalier Ca- is Cavill. still- no, Henry Cavill. Sure, Cavill uh, is still yeah. uh, Sherlock Holmes, because that would be amazing. He yeah, did was good. It? He it was a new kind of Sherlock. I liked it. It's like more of a cocky, but like less yeah. throwing out just straight wit. It was really good. Yeah. Was this produced by um, Robert Downey Jr. and his his uh, production company? Oh, okay. Because they I they talked about right making their own production company that's all Sherlock Holmes related stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, Downey Street uh, production company. That's him and his wife own that. They're working on a new Sherlock Holmes universe. They're gonna mm. be doing. That's all kinds of those. Uh, this is actually so the the trademark on Sherlock Holmes himself is is up for grabs. So anybody can make a Sherlock Holmes movie if you want to. They had a problem because Enola Holmes isn't quite that way, but um, luckily they still were able to get it out and stuff like that. But yeah, there was a little bit of a trademark uh, snafu with that one. But yeah, that was a really good pick, Daniel. I liked that one. Oh uh, well, Sonic came out August twenty first, twenty twenty. So that's okay. Really? Because I saw it in theaters, and I know I didn't go to the theaters this year. What? That's August twenty first. Yeah, yeah, no, you're good. Um, <laughs> that still throws me off, though. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, let's go ahead and go into some of the other movies. That came- oh, oh, my favorite was uh, Hamilton. Uh, it was the only movie that when it came out, I was like, oh, hey, let me you know stop what I'm doing and watch this. Uh, I've been a big fan of the music from the musical for a few years now, so there's a lot of songs I already knew. And um, so that helped, of course, when you have that kind of hype. But yeah. Uh, what are some of the other movies that came out this year? We have Mulan. Jonathan, you watched Mulan, and that, that didn't was, break your list. It was pretty good. It was it wasn't great, but uh, there there was definitely some some shortfalls in it. But yeah, overall, I'd say it was good. You should watch it, uh, especially if you haven't watched the Disney Mulan. You don't have an expectation to match it to, then you probably think it's a good movie. Uh, yep. But yeah, it wasn't wasn't in my tops. And then we have. Uh, you know, the Call of the Wild. That was the Harrison Ford flick where he's out there and. It's kind of a retelling of the old school book um, that, that was pretty successful. I know the parents were really big fans of that one. Uh, what other ones did we have this year that you guys could think of? Because it was it was really hard looking back on this list. And it was like, what did I even watch this year? This year just kind of went by in a weird blur, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I didn't watch I got any new movies. Uh, Bad Boys for Life. That one came out. That was a good I liked it. That came out this year, too? Daniel, are you looking at the best of 2019? Yeah, yeah, that's all I'm looking at. <laughs> no, Bad Boys for Life came out in 2020. Yeah. 
Uh, did you guys have a chance to watch Tenet? I haven't seen Tenet yet. No. No. I've been hearing like real mixed reviews on that one. Yeah. So I got to check that out. Old Guard was good. The Invisible Man. That was really good. Um, this, let's say Sonic came out in 2020. How am I? Did this year totally screw me up enough to not remember <laughs> that, that Sonic came out in 2020? That still blows my mind. Because yeah. <laughs> I thought I saw it in theaters, but okay. That's how this year went, guys. Um, okay, and then I think that was kind of it. There really wasn't anything else that really caught my attention this year. Again, for movies, real lackluster. Uh, let's go ahead and go into TV shows, which I think really thrived this year because everybody was at home. They're watching the shows and stuff like that. So I think this year, this one, big year for TV. Uh, Daniel, let's go with you first. What was your, your big show from this year in 2020? Ooh, that's tough. Uh, let's see. Uh, Lock and Key, I guess. That's like the new show of 2020 that I've seen. I, I really enjoyed. But if I had to, it would be a final season of uh, Supernatural. You know, tap. <laughs> oh, that was, yeah. What, well, how many seasons did that show have? Uh, what was it, 15? 15 seasons for that show. That's pretty insane. Um, Lock and Key, I can't suggest enough. That came out early February 2020. Um, yeah, February 7th. And then, yeah, Supernatural. Uh, was this the year they also had the 300th episode with where they had uh, Jeffrey D. Morgan come back? Or was that last year? No, that was uh, last year. Okay. That was season uh, 14. That was really good. Now, Walker's coming out next year. Is that in your top list for your next year shows? Uh, probably not. It looked a little disappointing when I seen the, the trailer. But it's hard to go off the, the little two-minute trailer that they yeah. have for it. Especially, I, I'm a big fan of Walker, Texas Rangers, so... Mm-hmm. I'm really hoping they don't ruin the whole story, but I mean, it could be amazing. We'll, we'll What's see. the name of the guy from S- Supernatural that's going to watch? Uh, Jared Palalecki. Palalecki. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, shoot, Supernatural is a really good choice there. That was, of course, a big hit. Uh, Jonathan, what about you? What is What are some of your TV show hits? Oh, man. So, I'm sure you can easily agree. The Mandalorian, amazing. One of the best Phenomenal. shows. Phenomenal of time so far but especially of 2020 mandalorian nailed it uh star trek discovery completely nailed it but i'm gonna throw you guys a curveball a show i just started watching that i thought was pretty funny if you haven't seen it yet I, it's on uh, netflix it's called the last og have you guys heard of that i've heard of it yeah it's from tbs i haven't seen it yet though it's not a mandalorian or discovery level of course but no, of course, just throwing right. something different there uh it's pretty funny it's got uh tracy, tracy morgan morgan yeah i keep wanting to call him tracy jordan uh, yeah. but yeah it's just about like his life after prison and stuff but it's a real funny show it's kind of uh uh what can i what can i compare it to doesn't it have tiffany haddish too yeah yeah she's his ex-wife she is so funny in everything she does yeah yeah it's just a funny show so i would check it out it's like like yeah. it's got that 30 rock kind of humor or um mm. a lot of this like a lot of the stuff that's he's how you in. sell it to me right there yeah, yeah uh so yeah i'll have to check that out because i know it was on tbs i didn't know that made the jump i was kind of waiting for it to hit a streaming service that i was already subbed to mm-hmm. so that's perfect anything else i mean you made you, you got to go in there and stuff like that too yeah so. those are amazing i'm sure there's a lot more um i just didn't go through the list so i'm sure i'm sure they'll come up when we talk yeah uh okay so we have the final season of Shit's creek it was fantastic of course mm. we have um i this is a shout out from uh squeaks he really liked lovecraft country uh, he couldn't be here today, but Lovecraft Country's on his list. Uh, but for me, so we had <clears throat> Fargo. Guys, oh man, Fargo is already just a fantastic series. But this one had Chris Rock and has this warring families back in like, I want to say it was 
it had to be the 60s to the 40s, like in that range. Um, and Chris Rock does such a good job in dramatic roles. There's sometimes when he's when he's doing these like these like bits where he's like overly kind of dramatic, uh, and you're watching him and you kind of see him kind of break out into that angry thing when he does a stand up. He does like that angry like mad thing. You kind of see that happening. But man, he did such a good job. And there's these moments where he's like talking to his his son that's being you know taken by another family and stuff like that. And you can just like see on his face. He killed it. He really needs to be up for some sort of an award for this year's performance. Uh, that was Fargo. Really fantastic. Another big hit for me was Ted Lasso. Uh, we talked about it a few times on the podcast. Me and Squeeze both watched it. Uh, it's about a guy. Uh, there, of course, you guys probably remember the 2013 two commercials that came out about Ted Lasso. They took those and made a series out of them. And it was super fun to watch. Just a, a humorous show um, about a man who's like a high school level Football coach that gets taken over to coach one of the Premier League teams over in the UK and how he's just like kind of like a high school coach, you know, where he's like he puts a big paper sign that just has believe right in it, written on it. And these guys are all multimillionaires from <laughs> professional sports. And he's over there like as he goes into his office, he keeps tapping the believe sign like he's again some high school coach. It's really fun uh, and, and it's a blast to watch. And man, it just it just made me happy. So uh, that's a really big one, too, guys. So I'm probably going to be my number one. It's probably going to be Fargo, but definitely Ted, La Ted Lasso's up there on it. So it's a really close one. Uh, all right, let's move on to our next thing, video games. Uh, I'll go ahead and start us off with our best video games from 2020. All right, my best game from 2020 is going to be Spider-Man Miles Morales for the PS5. Uh, it was a lot of fun. That city's gorgeous, and I love just swinging around that city. I could swing around it all day. Um, and the acting and the voice acting, they like that very good. Uh, they they did this like the motion capture on Miles Morales and stuff like that. Just it makes you it's like you're watching a movie. Every time there's a cutscene, I just put it on the controller and I'm like in. I want to see what's happening with Miles. Uh, it was really really well done. Um, I do want to give a special shout out to Animal Crossing though because while I oh, I was I thought it was okay, it wasn't quite my play style. I really liked like when the pandemic first kicked in and everybody was in those lockdown at home orders. Animal Crossing was a good way that people were kind of sharing with each other and and hanging out and having fun, which I think. It's important to acknowledge that because it was the introductory into video games for so many people. There's a lot of people who haven't played video games before and they're like, well, everybody's playing this Animal Crossing to connect. And, and so that was really cool to see that it brought so many people into the gaming community, uh, which is the number one in, uh, entertainment industry in the world. People don't know that, but it actually is. And um, to, so. speak, to speak to that, my niece bought her own. She saved her own money to buy a Switch just so she could play Animal Crossing. Now she plays it all the time. And lately she's been... Uh, watching streamers play other games so she's wanting to get into gaming a little bit so that's kind of cool and this it, it's yeah it's a good introductory into the into video games yeah yeah uh jonathan what were your your big gaming hits for uh 2020 so i don't think i played any new games that just came out in 2020 but uh i'm pretty sure i started sea of thieves this year uh <laughs> which is amazing uh raft was a game i bought but it's just okay um and then lately I've been playing Assassin's Creed Origins. But yeah, none of those are new games. I don't think I've played any brand new games to 2020. Yeah, I think um, it, on that vein, uh, Satisfactory came out the year before. It came out in 2019. Mm. But I discovered it this year and it just, boom. That, that was one of my new favorites. That's a really good one. Uh, but yeah, it, you know, it's, it's super good. Uh, Daniel, what about you, man? What is your big game from 2020? My big game for 2020 was The Last of Us 2. Okay. And then yeah. uh, uh, World of Warcraft sh uh, Shadowlands. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I know. I probably should have had yeah. that on my list, but. <laughs> <laughs> I had to put it on the list because that's what we're playing right now. 
Yeah, and it's, of course, taking up a lot of time and stuff like that. It's classic. Uh, we do stream that often, guys. Shadowlands, usually doing dungeons and, and not being happy with no loot dropping. Uh, yeah. So I still can't get a weapon, Daniel, to save my life. It's <laughs> unreal. Can't believe this. All right, uh, let's move on to comic books. Uh, I'll start off. I, for, well, actually, let's start with you guys. Um, have you guys read much comic books this year? No. I, I uh, actually... Not. I kept reading stuff that I had from previous years that I never got to. I buy them and put them on the shelf yeah. and don't get to them. So nothing brand new. But I finally finished Saga, uh, which has like such a sad and complete ending. But I hope they find a way to continue it. Uh, well, there's, yeah. there's supposed to be one more book coming out, I believe, right? I don't know. Issue 55? Because they stopped on 54. Well, when you finished that last one, did it have a complete finish? Pretty pretty complete. I mean, it didn't like wrap up some little loose ends and stuff. But uh, okay. It's I thought kind there was a, one more, but okay. Kind of a big because it was the end of that that third hardback book. So, I, if they're going to make any more, I would assume they would make enough to make another book. I thought so, but wow, okay, okay, that's good to know. Yeah. I, I've been kind of waiting around to to read the last few until that last one came out, so that's good. I'll catch up. But yeah, you're right. This year was exactly that. I had all kinds of like comic books that were sitting on the shelf. Like I'll get to this one. I'll get to that one. Whenever we go to the local comic book, comic cons, I try to pick up a couple like local guys. Um, and I had a bunch of those sitting on the shelves and stuff like that. This year, boy, I caught up on all of those. Um, I'm just now going to be starting Walking Dead. I'm going to read the entire Walking Dead franchise now that I found that comic book. Um, so I'm reading all the Walking Deads. been reading Avatar, one of those that's kind of been sitting on the shelf. Like, I need to get to the Avatar ones and read that. And it's amazing how much the Avatar comics are straight up like watching an episode. Like, yeah. the, the mannerisms, everybody has the same personality. They're a very good continuation off of the same story. <laughs> yes. Super good. Uh, so, <clears throat> been doing that. Uh, the, as for new comic books in 2020, Thor has been really good. Uh, we have, I think it's Donnie. Let me double check before I go shooting my mouth off. <laughs> uh, yeah, Donnie, Donnie Cates, uh, he's, he's doing the series. Um, and it's just like, he's at one point becomes Herald of Galactus. It's just, I mean, it's just such a really fun run. And He's got the whole we got Black Winter stuff. Like, it's 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 Thor like they should be doing in the movies. Although I'm really happy with the Thor movies, like this Thor should be in the movie somehow. So I'm hoping that at some point we adapt this Thor into it. And it's been really cool. And they're they're now bringing in like um, his old alter ego and stuff like that's coming back. And so it's really cool. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. And Donny Cates never never fails. So it's gonna be good. Um, Suicide Squad's been pretty decent and stuff like that, but. For the most of the D we've already talked about this in the past as well. Most of DC has been really disappointing to me personally this year. So I'm not really a big fan of like I, what they did with Batman himself. I'm okay with, but what the Jokers, the three Jokers thing came out this year and all that. Um, all this uh, metal stuff has been really a letdown. So I'm sticking with Thor. That was my best of 2020. All right. Uh, any other things that you guys want to shout out from 2020? Let's let's do this too. So I'm, I'm going to start us off on this. I was thinking we should do this. What are some of the good things that happened in 2020? Because, of course, this year has been kind of a downer in general. What are some of the good things that happened in 2020? Uh, I've thrown this at you guys at random, so I'm going to go first. Uh, the stream, our Twitch channel became an affiliate, so that's pretty cool. That's where we hit, you know, where I think we're at 92 subscribers now on Twitch and stuff like that, which we don't stream enough, I'll admit, and that's one of the 2021 goals is to stream more often with an actual set schedule. Uh, but we did hit a new level, and that was kind of when pandemic started, that was the pandemic resolution you know to get that done so we got that um we had major growth in the podcast this is a 
in the beginning, it was kind of a slow start because, of course, nobody's driving to work and that slows down podcast listening. But <clears throat> once people kind of got used to what 2020 is going to look like, it was a banner year for us. And it was our, our best year listener wise. Uh, we really grew in a lot of the international markets and stuff like that. And so, of course, we really appreciate that. That's all you guys. Um, the other thing that was just kind of like this thing that came out this year that I was really happy about, lo-fi music. Have you guys heard about lo-fi music yet? Daniel, I'm surprised you haven't heard about lo-fi music. No. Big in the gaming community. Is it? It's new. It's just kind of, I think it's a new genre. It's like a few months old or whatever, but I can't get enough of it. Mm. And they take this music, kind of like this chill beats music. They'll put like an old track behind it that's um, it's just like a record playing that, like mm. little pops and stuff like that for record. And a lot of times, my favorite versions are lo-fi musics that take like the theme songs from shows and make lo-fi music out of it. There's this Mandalorian one that I have on repeat. I'll have to show you guys, but it's really good for when you're just sitting there reading or when you're playing games or something like that. Lo-fi music. That's kind of like my 2020 gem. I had to make my. Uh, my Oprah's list. You know, Oprah used to do that list that she'd give everybody something in the audience. Lo-fi music's my thing. Uh, but yeah, what what 2020 awesomeness happened to you guys this year? Jonathan? Uh, I think overall, I mean, 2020's been horrible. A lot of people have lost family members, so I'd say we're pretty blessed that, you know, none of us have lost family yet this year. We're trying to end on a positive note, Jonathan. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Family's all alive. That's positive. Um. Yeah, I can't think of anything specific that was like fantastic in 2020. Yeah, with your this wife one, or anything? <laughs> it's almost done. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's positive. Uh, yeah, my wife's pregnant. We're gonna have a baby in February, so uh, that's that is awesome. awesome. That was huge news for 2020. Yeah, that was really cool. <laughs> <laughs> like I can't think Daniel. of anything good that happened this year. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, that's right. I got expenses coming. <laughs> right. There's a bill in February. I gotta pay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh daniel what about you how's your what, what what good things happened to you in 2020 uh i didn't catch covid like honestly i there wasn't really anything big for me hey, like we'll take that positive working every day and gaming hey, i mean that's the only had, good thing you got to stay employed throughout mm -hmm. 2020 that's pretty impressive and you yeah. had a good excuse to stay home and game and not have to go out and see people in the real world yeah uh, Ed, that yeah. is a good one that was a soft positive. The fact that like being a hermit was acceptable for a year. Encouraged. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, there, stay course, home. Okay. Like, Frank, why don't you go golfing? Frank, why don't you go bowling? Frank, why don't you go to the theaters? And it's just like, yeah, but you guys know there's like World of Warcraft, right? <laughs> 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 I see people in there. So yeah, it was okay to be a hermit for a year. That's kind of nice. Uh, any other positives you guys could think of from this year? And then we'll go to 2021. Negative. Yep. <laughs> Negative. Yeah, okay. there, there's like nothing. There's no positives, really. It's almost there's, over. That's a positive. Yeah, yeah, this COVID just made this year just horrible. All right, well, let's look at this awesome year ahead of us, 2021. We're going to start with movies. Uh, we're going to talk about a couple of the movies that are coming up, and you guys talk about your favorite ones. Some of these movies were delayed, of course, from last year. That makes sense. Um, like Black Widow and more, uh, I'm sorry, and uh, Kingsman. I think Black Widow is going to be good. I'm very excited for Kingsman. That's the prequel to the Kingsman so, uh, series. Um, any of those, any, any delayed games from, or uh, movies from 2020 you guys are hyped for? Delayed movies. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know which ones were delayed, but I'm excited oh, for Ghostbusters and A Quiet Place 2. Okay. I think Ghostbusters actually was. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A Quiet Place 2. Oh, I cannot wait for that. That is yeah. going to be really good. Looks made really by the same people, uh, made by John Krasinski, anything like that. Yeah. That's really good. What about you, Daniel? That's a scary movie, isn't it? 
Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. yeah Daniel is scary movies. <laughs> Have we talked about this before? When no. Daniel's at over at our house, and we're going to watch Exorcist, and Daniel's like, I can't do this. I'm not going to sit here and watch Exorcist. It's too I'm scary. I'm standing by the door the whole time. So you stand, you stand by the door with your hand on the door handle, <laughs> and you watch a good 50% of the movie. Like half yeah, the I movie, did. guys. Because <laughs> we kept... Hey, Daniel, why don't you come sit down? You're watching the movie already. As it is like, no, 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 guys, I'm heading out. And you're just like sitting there watching the movie. Yeah, <laughs> just in case something happened, I just bolt out of there. <laughs> and then there's that one part where the guy had like his head up against the door and like the cha- the uh, drill comes through the door. Oh, man. I think you actually opened the door at that point. You're like, oh, this might be it. This might be the time I leave. I might be getting out the house. Oh, oh man. man. That was <laughs> freaking Daniel. Um, but yeah, so uh, I would say from from the delayed movies, I think The King's Men is probably my favorite one. But I'm I am excited for Black Widow. That's gonna be really good. Uh, some other 2021 movies we have coming up. We have, of course, let's go Marvel. We'll go Eternals. That's gonna be I think it's late November now. Um, that was actually delayed as well. We have Shang Chi. Now, okay, let me ask you. I've always heard it as Shang Chi, but now, then I was watching uh Kevin Feige, the guy that runs Mar- uh, Marvel and MCU. Uh, he was saying like Shang Chi. I've never heard of it as Shang Chi. So I'm not sure if I'm wrong, guys. Hit me up on Twitter. Let's see, let's find this out the right way. I've never heard uh, it in either version. <laughs> Shang Chi or Shang Chi. Get ready. It might be one of the best Marvel movies we get. It's it's gonna be this cool kung fu Marvel movie. I'm excited to see those two combined together. Uh, we have you know the new Mortal Kombat movie coming up. We have Venom two. Daniel's a Venom fan, right? Yep, I have that on my list right now. You Venom do? two what else and do you double have on your list. Double seven, no time to die. Or, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm good. I'm good on that. Yeah, I, I would like to see that. Yeah. And then uh, another good one that was announced, what I think uh, last month, Spider Man with all those uh, original cast coming back. Woo, that's gonna uh, be a mess. So many people coming back. <laughs> oh man, I'm so excited for that. Uh, I hope they do good. I hope they. I hope it's a fun script. I hope it's a good script. Uh, yeah, that I cannot believe. Again, it's one of those things where as a kid, you're just like, it's impossible. And now you're sitting here and it's like every Spider-Man ever is in this thing. Yeah. I'm, I mean, it's just so un- unreal. Uh, that'd be really cool. Hopefully we get some Miles Morales out of the team now that I'm thinking about it. But <clears throat> that'd be really cool. And the birth of Sinister Six. Like, it's it's going to introduce the Sinister Six into the uh, Marvel world, which is really cool. Uh, anything else on your list, Daniel? Why we got your list up? Uh, no, it was Venom 2, 007, Spider-Man. That was pretty much it. That's yeah. the ones I'm excited for. I'm really looking forward to uh, um, Mission Impossible 7. This is, that's supposed to come out later this year. And I was always going to be excited for it because Mission Impossible yeah. movies are just, they're always good. But then after that rant he went on, did you guys hear about this Tom Cruise rant? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard about sh- it. But then I heard it was just like a little stunt to hype up the show, the movie what? or something like that. that, that that's why I heard about it. Wait, did you hear from that guy at work? Oh, no, not that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel be straight bringing like internet. <laughs> this the, uh, the walking, talking internet guy from work to bring his facts in. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I, 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 don't, I don't believe it was a stunt. Could have been. I could be wrong. But yeah, when he went on that rant about those guys, like not following COVID protocols and stuff like that, that actually got me more hyped for it. I know that some people are on the opposite side of that, but um, I was like, yeah, I, I do want to see this more if, if he's taking it seriously. So. Uh yeah, uh, Mission Impossible is always good. Um, Morbius. What do you guys think about this? Is gonna actually bring in Blade essentially into the MCU, All right? Mm-hmm. It should be his first uh foyer. What do you, What are you guys thoughts on Morbius joining Marvel? I think I'll I'll probably watch it, but I'm not super hyped about it. 
Like, yeah. I hope it's good, but I'm not going to set the bar too high. Yeah, I'll probably, like, watch it in 2020. So if it comes out 2021, I'll probably watch it 2022, maybe, <laughs> yeah. around there. So you say, how are you going to watch not, it right like, now? <laughs> not really super... Yeah, I know, I'm at the... I, I kind of... <laughs> not really hype about it. Yeah. Fine. I think that's going to be to his benefit, though, because I, I, too, am not very hyped about it. And that'll kind of get me to, like, okay, I'll watch it, and it'll be pretty good. Um, We'll have to see. We have a new Rugrats movie coming up, Ooh. and I, from my understanding, it's yeah, it's live action. Are you guys gonna go watch that? Well, live action? How are you gonna do Charlotte's that? face is no. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm, right. is that, I'm thinking like, what's that baby movie that came out when we were young? Uh, where is it's it like Baby Geniuses. Yeah, I think you're right. It's it's just like all those pet movies where the you know pets look at each other and talk, but it's babies yeah. and but they're like telepathic and it's like, is that is that what Rugrats gonna be? Because I mean, now we have CGI and stuff where they can make it look like the babies are talking. But I don't know. Good luck. We'll <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping they get some of the voice actors back. That's my key thing because that I think that makes it. Chucky's voice is so iconic and stuff like that. You got to bring those back. Yeah. Uh, we have a new M-, M Night Shyamalan movie coming up now. The way that M Night movies work is he holds off on revealing what they are as long as possible. So this comes out February 26th. We still don't know what it's called. Um. Oh, I'm sorry, 2022. We still don't know what it's called, but it's we got a year to wait, guys, so don't listen to me. <laughs> so excited. We had that new... Go- <laughs> yeah, I know. Ghostbusters Afterlife looks really good. Uh, coming to America. It's a sequel to Coming to America. Um, that'll be coming up really good. We have Masters of the Universe that'll be out this year. Tom and Jerry looks good. Uh, I'm trying to look through this. Is there any other big ones you guys could think of? Uh, Free Guy looks good with Ryan Reynolds. Oh, yeah, with Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm hoping that's good. I'm hoping it's good because I like Ryan Reynolds, but I don't, I know I'm the only person on the planet that doesn't like Deadpool, but I want his career to steer away from that and go to better, more family-friendly, funny stuff. Um, and I know like uh, Green Lantern was just a stain on his record. So let that go away, move past Deadpool, get into something better. We'll see though. I know Deadpool's, Deadpool's kind of so big. Much, so much so better good. than like all the DC movies that came out. True. Let yeah. it just let it just go down with the rest of DC. At oh least, no, it's Marvel. It's Marvel. Yeah. At least Jonathan admits though he's like the only person on the planet that doesn't like Deadpool. Yeah. So I mean, at least he admits it. He's not. I, I was disappointed in number two, but I really like number one. Really, I still liked. I still liked it though. I mean, it wasn't as good as number one, but I still yeah. liked it. Also, there's Space Jam two coming out. I'm pretty sure I'll have to check that out when it's with King you know. James. Yeah. Yeah. That's gonna be good. Um, oh, I'm excited. I, for I haven't it. seen the trailer for it, but there's Minions: Rise of Gru. All the Minions movies are cute, so I'll probably end up buying that too. Yeah, <laughs> added to the collection. Yeah, those yeah. are always good. I was really surprised if you guys brought up Godzilla versus uh, versus Kong. I don't, I don't care for Godzilla movies. I don't know, they're super. Really? The last cheap one was or... good. Yeah, it was I really think, good. Uh, I actually enjoyed it. <clears throat> I think that's probably on on Squeaks' list. Um, but yeah, I, you know, it's it's one of those things where I'll watch it, but I don't think I'll like catch it day one, kind of thing. Mm. Um, oh, Jordan, there there is a trailer for the Minions, though. Check that out. Yeah. Uh, Jungle Cruise actually looks good. So I'm, I can't stand all this live action stuff that Disney's doing. But when they base it off a ride, for some reason, I'm more excited about it. And that doesn't make much sense. Jungle Cruise especially is a very basic ass ride. We've all probably been. I know Jordan has probably Daniel, too. You sit yeah. in a boat. Animatronic animals come out and just like as a big buff or um, hippo, hippo or whatever. That's all it is. They're making a whole movie about it. And it's got, <clears throat> it's got Dwayne the Rock Johnson, got Emma Thompson, 
It's going to be really good. I'm looking forward. Or I'm sorry, Emily Blunt. Um, and it just looks funny. It looks like it's going to be like kind of it kind of feels like it's going to be Jumanji, which I like the new John, new Jumanji movies. So those are always good. Which Daniel I, or not Daniel Jonathan, I think this is the first year you watched Jumanji, right? Mm, no, I still haven't seen the new ones yet. I've seen both of them. <laughs> yeah, Jonathan hasn't seen the new ones yet, guys. What I've only seen the original with uh, Robin Williams. It shits on the original. <laughs> yeah, it, it actually really it, it actually does. <laughs> straight up, like if you take the nostalgia out of it, it straight up yeah. does. Yeah, the commercial when it first came out just looked so cheesy and cheap and just you know maybe slapstick for like ten year olds. So it's just like ah, now I'm good. I'll have to watch it at some point. It was yeah. really good. I really suggest it. Uh, we have Dune coming up. Now, we were going to do like the whole audio. I should explain what's going on with Audible, by the way. I'll do that in a sec. Uh, we're going to do the Audible book for Dune and then watch Dune together and then review Dune. So that, all that got pushed back. So we're going to do the same thing, but it's going to be October 1st, 2021. So we'll do it like in September. We'll hype up uh, Dune and watch that right beforehand. And then everybody go see it together. We have the new Unchartable movie. Unchartable. Oh, oh, real quick, unaudible. Um, so, kind of a little peek into what's going on for 2021. Squeaks is starting a new show. It'll be on this feed called Push to Talk. This is the first time you guys heard about this, and I wish Squeaks is here to talk about it. Um, it's going to be a free-form show where we just sit there and discuss different topics. Um, he'll be bringing on different people. It'll probably be me a lot of times because I have the loosest schedule. But yeah, he'll be bringing on people and stuff like that, and just kind of, it's, it's, it's a free-form show, so a much more of a talk show. Uh, and in that show, we're going to be launching the Audible uh, review thing for uh, Sandman, and then our next one will be in that too. So uh, that's that's why it's all kind of getting delayed is is the whole Audible thing because we're waiting for um, the push to talk to be done and ready to go. Uh, so he's still working on that. So he he bought the equipment. He got more equipment actually for Christmas too. So he's like, oh sweet, <laughs> it's good. I'm like, good. Um, so that's all coming. It's on its way. All right, Uncharted. Daniel, did you play Uncharted? No, uh, Squeaks did. Squeaks, of course. Yeah. We're talking so much about a guy who's not here right now. <laughs> um, and then, of course, we have Snake Eyes. It's G.I. Joe is back. It's going to be uh, following Snake Eyes. He's, he's, of course, I think he's everybody's favorite G.I. Joe. Uh, he's the ninja. And then, of course, and then we have uh, new Fantastic Beasts, and we'll see who's on the cast of that one. It's still a shifting cast. Um, and then Matrix 4 uh, coming up in December, and that's probably the best one to finish things off with is Matrix 4. Uh, the cast is back for that, and that'll be really cool to see. Um, I think there won't be a Morpheus this time, which is a shame because Morpheus is he's my jam. So that's too bad. All right, uh, let's go to video games next. Uh, Daniel, we'll start with you. What are some of the games you're hyped for out of 2021? Uh, Resident Evil 8 or Village, whatever they call it. And then well, uh, yeah, which way would you go with that? Would you go 8 or would you go Village? I'll just go off 8. Uh, I just yeah. like to call their numbers. Uh, them to their numbers uh and then uh halo infinite halo infinite yeah i think i'm sorry. yeah those are the two big ones that i'm pretty much excited for yeah uh, are you gonna get halo infinite right away or are you gonna wait a little bit i'll probably go wait a little bit because i gotta see what uh jared wants to do because he wants to like get together and do like this all-nighter thing so I, I think, well, see, here's the thing. I don't think Infinite's going to play like the old games. I think it's going to be much more of a live service game. Mm. So I'm a little worried about like doing an all-nighter because I think it's just going to be like, well, let's do an all-nighter in Destiny kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I am pretty worried about Infinite's state right now. Yeah. Uh, we've lost the, the guy in charge over there, the lead game designer, stuff like that. 
And it's going through a lot of the woes we would see right before, like, say, Cyberpunk. I think I might wait a little bit, let all those bugs hit and get fixed before I jump in. Um, we'll see if I'm playing if I'm playing something else and it's distracting me quite a bit, then okay. But if I'm not playing anything, then maybe like, all right, let's go check out these bugs then. Um, we'll have to see. Yeah, I, I'm excited for it, but I'm, it's, it's funny that Cyberpunk has got me worried about Fallout a lot. Yeah. Or, I'm sorry, um, Halo. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's a good one. Do you have anything else on your list? Uh, that's that's really it for that's your two big games hits. that I'm excited for. Yeah. What about you, John? Uh, I'm so far behind on games. I don't have anything in the horizon. I'm gonna keep playing <laughs> old games. I figured now, like I like I like so far uh, Assassin's Creed Origins, and I think about halfway yeah. through it. Uh, so I'm gonna keep an eye out for for that on like Steam sales and stuff. Get all the other Assassin's Creed games. Uh, and there was something else. One of you guys was telling me I need to really try. Maybe it was Red Dead Redemption. I've always or, said that. Red Dead Redemption 2. Well, I said Death Stranding the other day. Oh, Death Stranding, yeah. Death Stranding. So either of those, whenever I find games like that on sale, you know, 10, 20 bucks, so I'm going to get them and put them in my library and get to those. I want to start playing more games, but no need to jump to the new games that are full priced yeah. when I can be playing a lot of old, good games that I haven't got to yet. Yeah, really, you're, you're kind of going through the game of the years right there. I mean, those are two game of the years right there. Mm. One, one was 2019, the other was 2018. Yeah. Two game of the year, so you clearly can't go wrong with either of those. Uh, but yeah, those are good picks. Um, I I am excited for a lot this year. So we have Hogwarts Legacy, which is this new um, Harry Potter game, and it takes place at a time without Harry Potter stuff like that. So it's going to be about Hogwarts itself and about you becoming a character in in that world. Uh, it looks really cool. It looks kind of MMOE and stuff like that. You know that always has me hooked. Far Cry Six, man. Far Cry games never steer me wrong. They're always entertaining and fun. And this one has. Giancarlo Esposito. I said his name right. I actually practiced that freaking name. <laughs> As Giancarlo Esposito. I like that. Uh, man, I was <laughs> after Mandalorian. I was like, I'm gonna get this name right. And uh, so now it's it's in there. It's seared. So I'm really excited for that. He's he's the bad guy, and he's like teaching his son how to be a bad guy and stuff like that. Really cool. Um, so that's gonna be really good. We have Psychonauts too, which the trailers have been really bad for, but I trust the team behind Psychonauts, so I'm hoping for something good. We'll see. Uh, we have a new Lord of the Rings game, finally, called Golem. It's going to be, of course, about Golem. Uh, that'll be interesting. I think it's going to be a bit of a stealth. Looks like it's going to be kind of a stealth game. Um, we're going through a lot of games here. Sorry, guys. Obviously, that's kind of where I'm leaning into 2021. Uh, we have Skull and Bones, which is going to be Ubisoft, I think it is, is the one making it. It's going to be their version of kind of a Sea of Thieves-type game. Uh, speaking of CTs, that is our next level up, and we're recording it this week, so it'll be up right before New Year's. Uh, so yeah, so expect that like the the week you're listening to this episode. Um, but yeah, uh, let's see anything? Oh, oh, Back for Blood. We're gonna be buying that all day one, and we're gonna be streaming that. So, uh, Back for Blood. I know Squeaks and I, anyways, are gonna be buying that day one, so you guys could check out our stream for that. And it's gonna be it's the it's the sort of sequel to Left 4 Dead. So it's gonna be like Left 4 Dead. You guys can check that out. Uh, any other games we might have missed before we head uh, on to the next thing? Thinking back, I, I was just thinking about the 2020 games. This might be 2019, uh, but Among Us was a big deal lately too. Just like Animal Crossing, that kept all my nieces and nephews all entertained and stuff. So I think that was kind of a smash hit. I don't know if that was from this, if from 2020 or 2019 though. Real interesting. No, so uh, that actually came from like the year before or even 2018 maybe. But mm -hmm. some streamer was playing it and got it famous. And so now that's when it blew up. And it's actually, it, you mentioned it earlier, John, and I don't know if you know this or not, Raft is big all of a sudden. 
Yeah. And it's because some streamer played it, and now some people are like checking out Raft for the first time. Yeah, so I just played it because of a while. A friend was like, "Oh yeah, it's a really cool game. You should try it out." And I was like, "I never even heard of it, but all right, I'll check it out." It was only like eighteen bucks or something. And uh, so, yeah, it's, it's amusing. It's not like the best game, but it's entertaining. So it's something fun. Yeah. Um, Scott's playing it again, and he actually put in a mod that makes it sure the shark can't destroy your ship. Which I think is a big plus for that game because that's kind of what slows me down so much is when the shark's like just sitting there eating yeah. the hell out of you. Uh, all right, let's go into the shows that we're excited for for 2021. Let's go ahead and talk about some of the shows that are coming back and any new shows that you guys might have. Uh, Jonathan, let's start with you. What are you looking forward to TV-wise coming out in 2021? Uh, so I, there's a new Star Trek coming out. Of course, I'm, I'm big into Star Trek. I like, yeah. I like all of them. I want to go through and watch them all. I've said that many times. Uh, there is a new one called Star Trek Prodigy. Uh, it's going to have Kate Mulgrew in it. Uh, it's a, I'm pretty sure it's an animated one. I haven't seen any kind of trailer or something like that for it yet, but I'm excited for more Star Trek content. Uh, of course, Star Trek uh, Discovery continuing, uh, and then more Mandalorian. So I want to see more of Star Trek and Star Wars uh, in the next year. Uh, and I know there's a bunch of Marvel. There's supposed to be 10 Marvel series coming out, or... Mm-hmm. Yeah, t- spinoffs coming out in the next year or two, and uh, ten Star Wars spinoffs coming out in the next year or two. So I'm excited for all that. Even though we don't have details on most of them, I know WandaVision's the only one I can think of off the top of my head. That uh, WandaVision looks so good, man. That's going to be so important for the whole franchise. Yeah. So I'm hoping that's a good launch for their upcoming series. Yeah, Winter Soldier, Falcon and Winter Soldier is going to be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Disney's really kicking it up this year. By the way, the Mandalorian uh, season three is not coming out until 2022. We just found that out this week. What the? I know. Getting ripped off. Who do I need to write to? Yeah. Stop all Star Wars movies and just work on the next Mandalorian. Well, the reason is because they're working on the book of Boba Fett, which is one of the spinoffs they hadn't announced before, but they they announced after the series came out. Um, So it's because they're working on a Boba Fett series right now. Then they'll work on season three of Mandalorian. They have they have money. They can make it go faster if they want to, though, right? I'm pretty sure the reason there's no fire under them is because Baby Yoda sold like fire. Mandalorian armor, it's beautiful. Yeah. The whole show, everybody loved it. So they have tons of attention and tons of time and opportunity to just be selling merch for that stuff. They don't need to pump out new content until people get kind of bored with what they have on shelves from that. They need to find a new toy seller. Maybe like a baby General Grievous or yeah. baby Mace Windu. I don't know. Something like that. Let's, like, let's make some more baby characters, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, they got to find something that'll do. Really good. Uh, probably a new droid actually would probably be the trick is how they're going to do it. Maybe they'll find yeah. something like that. Pretty cool. Uh, all right, Daniel, let's go to you, man. What kind of TV shows are you looking forward to in 2021? Uh, well, for a new show, uh, the Resident Evil Netflix series that's coming oh, out. Yeah. I'm excited for that. Uh, recurring shows. I'm excited for uh, Stranger Things season oh, four. Yes. Uh, final season of Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Yeah. Uh, Lock and Key. Uh, season two and three got announced. You are definitely a fan of that one. Yeah, season three got renewed. That's really yeah. Good. And then uh, Cobra Kai that comes out January first or third, something like that. Yeah. Season three. I'm super excited for that too. Uh, that's that's pretty much it on my list, but yeah, I'm I'm super excited for those three shows. I still gotta watch Cobra Kai. Or four shows. Oh, which I'm a yeah, I'm a big it, karate. Yeah, I know I'm a big karate kid fan. Back in the day, I just haven't watched Cobra Kai yet. Like I said, you and, gotta get past that first 
episode and then after that yeah. it gets good and there's yeah there's only two out so far i could easily watch i just gotta get to it um what, what would you compare that show to like is it you know is there another show you compare it to that is similar to this similar to that no uh, it's not is it really. comedy base or is it not really that funny no it's not it's not funny it's okay just yeah it, there's not really any shows that i watch that would compared to it honestly okay just story driven okay yeah story driven all right oh well, i definitely gotta watch it maybe because uh, it's coming out january yeah you said january 1st january uh, gonna be pretty first awesome or third something like that okay january 15th next season of disenchanted comes out i love disenchanted it's probably my most watched show on netflix yeah, this is one of those fun. i'll put on when i go to sleep uh so that's coming out pretty soon so we're gonna have we have a couple things coming out january all right my favorite series coming out in 2021 a lot of continuation ones peaky blinders the next uh series six coming out freaking peaky blinders maybe that actually is my most watched netflix show um so good i'm really excited for that also on netflix nick cage has a new series coming out that looks so stupid and great um it's called nicholas cage history of swear words so he's gonna go over the history of each swear word and the trailer alone guys uh, i know we tweeted it check it out guys starts january 5th um and he's going to be like explaining where fuck came from in its entire history. So like, like doing the deep dive on it. Uh, it looks really good. And you could tell he's like, he's, he knows he's Nicholas Cage in it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's kind of one of those things where it's just like, this is ridiculous. Let's learn about fuck. <laughs> it's, it's so good. So I'm really excited for that. Um, there's a series about the Night Stalker. I like, this sounds weird, but I like serial killers and, and murders and stuff like that. So um, the Night Stalker, of course, is, is a legendary one. So there's a new series for him, and it's coming up to Netflix as well. That's also in January. So January's going to be pretty lit. Um, Lord of the Rings. So uh, the pilot just finished filming two days ago. They just wrapped filming. So I'm hoping it gets greenlit instantly, and, and it's good so that we can see it by winter. It's going to be a tight fit for them to be able to get it done by then. I want them to, of course, do a good job. That's the most important thing. But hurry the hell up, because I'm really excited for that. Um, we have uh, uh, the cowboy. I'm sorry, not cowboy. <laughs> the Winter Soldier and, and Falcon. Jonathan already kind of started that off, so I'm, I'll go with that too. I'm really excited for that. Um, and then, uh, and then of course, WandaVision. It's just going to be generally a really good year for TV. I think. I think it's going to be really good. We're going to have all. I think Disney Plus is going to be the big hit this year because everything they announced uh, during the investors call. That's all. I mean, all those shows and stuff like that. Most of that's coming out this year, so it's just going to be pretty pretty crazy. So is I Loki listen- coming out? this year loki sorry thank you yeah. yes loki's yeah. coming out this year too oh. which actually is probably the one i'm most excited for but it's yeah that one looks good. i'm probably most excited for that one, but wandavision and falcon and the winter soldier are in our way and it's like those two are huge too so it's gonna be just it's gonna be falcon crazy. and winter soldier uh, i'm not a big fan of those those combos maybe if it was like captain america yeah yeah i'm excited for it because i don't think it's gonna be very superhero-y oh. i think it's gonna be more like a 24 kind of thing Mm-hmm. so i'm excited for a good action show you know with explosions and the budget i mean when you watch the scenes that you can see the budget on that show is, is just crazy it's so high so um i'm looking forward to that but yeah i i wouldn't mind <laughs> uh, and a captain america show especially that takes place kind of in the 40s would be really cool like his adventures in world war ii i'd be very much on board with that um but yeah all right let's go into comic books what comic book series are you guys looking forward to in, the, uh, in 2021 I am not excited for this, but I can't start this list without, of course, mentioning DC's future state. So it's 
going to be huge in comic books. We're going to have a lot new versions of everybody uh, coming out into the DC universe. Uh, I am excited for the new Batman. It's going to be uh, with Tim Fox. That's Lucius Fox's son is going to be the new Batman. So we're going to have like a whole new version of all of our superheroes. You know, I, I think it's I think it's John that's taking over for, for Superman. Um, I am excited for that. It is going to be cool to see. I'm excited for that, for what that means, like like the new stories. But the way that they're shoehorning in, like like the lead up has not been really good. So I'm hoping that the series, like the, this new generation of comic books um, is good. But the lead up so far has been very disappointing. So I'm kind of hoping that they correct what I'm seeing. Um, other than that, though, we have uh, Milestones is returning. So this was from the 90s. And, and I'll just we'll go ahead and talk about the main character, really. Uh, that everybody's excited for, but um, it's a whole series of comic books with uh, prominently black characters from the '90s. They're bringing them all back, and this means that Static Shock series is coming back. So we're gonna have a new Static Shock comic book series. Also, Daniel's leaning forward in his chair. Uh huh. <laughs> I love Static Shock. That was like, that was my jam right there. Would you read that if you if you read that? I'll read that so we could discuss it. Yeah, you I'll read, read that. some Static Shock I'm, comics. I'm oh, down. Cool. Uh, Cause I know, like the the you were reading Batman Beyond, but d- are you still reading it, or did it kind of fall off for you? I'm still reading it. I got both. Yeah. I got two. I need to order more. I just yeah. been trying to save money, so I don't order oh, yeah. anything. Yeah. Uh, and then again, like we were talking about before, 2020 has been a year of catching up on comics for, yeah. for a lot of us. Well, just let so me know when it comes out so I could uh, yeah. order it. Yeah, I definitely will. That'd be good. Uh, and then the thing I'm actually most excited for DC wise is going to be uh, the Teen Titans Academy. So. This new Teen Titans is kind of it's kind of like this old version of Teen Titans too. It's like the 2000 version of Teen Titans. Um, the original cast is back, but they're starting a school to teach a new generation of Teen Titans how to be superheroes. That I mean, it sounds kind of like uh, if it sounds like the X Men. If it was about the mansion more than about the X Men going out and doing things, I, I think this is going to be a lot of fun. I think it's going it's going to be a good place for shenanigans and stuff like that. So I'm always down for uh, uh, some good shanties in a, in a comic book. So that'd be really good. Um, and then just continuations on, you know, I think I might still watch because I kind of am trying to lean away from DC, but there's Flash that's always decent. Um, but uh, Thor run, guys, if you guys want a good comic book series to follow, Thor is a guaranteed hit. Please check out uh, Thor, Donnie Cates. Um, and then also check out Venom. Venom has been amazing. And now we're getting this whole like deep. Recently, we've gotten this like deep backstory about Venom's people, the symbiotes and stuff like that. Now, all that's coming to head. Everything's coming together now. And so you guys will be able to learn more about he. It's becoming this whole new thing. There's multiple dimension Venom stuff going on right now. Um, it's really, really cool. We got his son. that's like a bad guy. And that's kind of a spoiler. So sorry about that. Uh, but you guys got to check that out. So Venom's a really good run, too. Um, I need to read more comics this year. I think that's going to be one of my... I'm going <laughs> to, we might have to have like a list of 2021 resolutions. One of them has got to be read more comics. Uh, so once the pandemic is cooled down, and we're able to actually go places. I want to hit every convention that we can drive to, or at least that I can yes. drive to. Good point. And, and I want to make it part of our regular uh, podcast episodes is telling everybody that's at least in our area or, you know, across the country, uh, what, but uh, conventions are coming up so everybody could try to get to them. I know everyone's hyped and wants to go out to these kind of things now because they're tired of being stuck home all year. Uh, and we have fun at them. So I think it'd, yes. it'd be a lot of fun. Try to get out. I to feel them. like, I feel like they're all going to get canceled again. I think BlizzCon is going to do the same thing again. Just do it online. 
Then well, it's all gay. The I'm, early I'm, ones, you're you're totally right, Neil. For the early ones, I think you're right, but I hope only like the later end ones will still happen. Like, I'm hoping to go BlizzCon. Like that that's what I'm hoping course, for. But course, I just yeah. I don't see them doing it again. Yeah, probably like, late summer, early winter. We might get. That's some. what I'm hoping for, right there, John. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> but I think you're right. Those early ones are definitely getting canceled, and I'm hoping not the later ones. We'll see. I remember when when we got to invited E3, and I'm like, I'm excited for this, guys, but I have a feeling E3 is not gonna happen. I have a feeling it's gonna cancel. Like, nah, it's gonna happen. Nah, and then yeah. here we are. Well, the people that host these know that you know they make a lot more money when somebody shows up to a convention than just doing some sure. online event, and they know that people are at home eager to go just mingle and socialize, let alone go to a you know convention. So. As soon as it's safe, I'm sure they're going to be chomping at the bit to get their events open and get a lot of people in there. And, you know, it's, it's a whole lot of revenue and they're trying to make up for last year. So, or this. It's all about that vaccine. How fast they can get the vaccine out. It's how fast they can do conventions, basically. Yeah. yeah. So, Jonathan for Christmas bought me the Steadicam so that we could like stream as we're walking around and stuff like that. I ended up tweeting about it, but I ended up messing up how I, because my short fat fingers and phones, um, I ended up saying that I gave it to you, but yeah, you gave it to me. And, uh yeah, so we go like walk around and we'll stream the conventions, guys. We're gonna be going to, I mean, Silicon Comic Con, E3, BlizzCon, uh, all the local cons. Guys, sometimes the local local cons, you find some of the cool crafts and stuff like that that are really neat to see how people are making things, and uh, you get a lot of the local writers and and, and they'll bring in like some. I mean, Jim Lee's been doing some of those things. Um, it's a really good year. Another thing that that uh, resolution wise, it's a good idea is uh interview more comic writers we used to do it a lot and then this year we kind of like well if we're busy with other things it's kind of cool down on interviewing people um well we should do that uh, more often so we'll, we'll we'll start reaching out to those and start getting that done all right we are now joined with squeaks squeaks how you been doing squeaks are good how you doing <laughs> all right uh we're gonna be talking about wonder woman a little bit here um you had a chance to watch it i had a chance to watch it uh Right off the bat, what are your initial thoughts? Yeah, so uh, for, let's uh, start with the opening scene. I'll give my reactions to that. Um, I thought it was a little corny. Uh, I was like, "What? What's the feel? What are we? What are we trying to get at right now?" Uh, I thought the whole time I was like, "Maybe we're watching a movie in a movie. Maybe Wonder Woman picked up an act and they wanted to do a movie of her." So that's why it was a little corny <laughs> and whatnot. Um, not expecting that when we were watching Wonder Woman, eighteen, eight, nineteen eighty four. That was right. literally going to feel like I'm in the 80s watching this movie. I would be down for a woman, a Wonder Woman 1884, though. That'd be interesting. <laughs> like, all cowboys and shit. Uh, so, I I liked the opening scene. Now, okay, so I talked to Daniel, who he just, he actually, in between uh, the two recordings here, he had a chance to watch it too. And he felt that the second half was good, the first half was bad. And I was opposite of that. I thought the first half of the movie was good and the back half was bad. Which way are you going with this? Um, you, I might. Does that ring true at all? Um, I might go the. I might actually go with Daniel, uh, only because okay. the uh, after we were getting to the, uh, I guess action scenes and whatnot, it sort of felt like yeah. okay, now I'm watching Wonder Woman. This is what I was expecting. Uh, after watching the first one, um, I was just a little confused in the whole beginning, really. Oh, really? Okay. I think, and and, and I actually really liked that first scene with. I mean, okay, so. One of the big reasons I gave, I'm giving it a C, so let's just get that out of the way. My score for this is a C. Uh, it could slip as low as a C minus, but I'm feeling confident with a C. And, and, and in saying that, I'm not saying that the movie was like bad. A C is, it's okay. It's all right. I, I watched it once. I don't think I'll watch it again. Because I know there's a lot of people out there that are like, 
bombarding this movie. They're really hating on this movie because it's like almost fashionable now. And then you get a lot of people that are on the other side that are like, well, I'm a rebel because I like Wonder Woman. Or you guys hate Wonder Woman because you hate women. And it's like, that's not the case. If it's a poorly written movie, which is what I'm thinking, then it doesn't matter who's acting in the role or what the role is about. It's just a poorly written movie. I mean, the amount of plot holes in this film was so distracting. They they just took me right out of it. I, I had a heart. And then the ending was awful. I hated the ending so much. So this kind of gives you guys an idea of where I'm at. So let's let's get your grade, and then uh, we'll have you continue with uh, what you thought about the rest of the movie after the opening. Okay, so um, I thought the ending was horrible as well. Um, I really felt like uh, let's just okay for Cheetah for example. Okay, so we got we got a little bit of Cheetah. I really don't like the way that she became Cheetah. Uh, mm-hmm. Not a huge fan of it. Uh, and then the fact um, that she was done becoming Cheetah when the movie was over. And DC yeah. really does not know how to put a universe together. Uh, Cheetah is one of those characters where this is a revolving villain. Like you could yeah. always just have this villain pop up in really any movies. Um, it doesn't even have to just be against Wonder Woman. It could be the next Justice League, and Cheetah could be a part of the you know villain team or whatever. Yeah. She's part of the Le- the Legion of Doom. Like there you go. Yeah, build it. Let's do yeah. it. I'm in. And but they just killed it. They're just like, okay, she's yeah. done now. So. Uh, acting wise though, I'm not a big SNL fan, you know that, but I really did, uh, enjoy, uh, I don't know the names of these characters, these people, uh, Kristen Wiig, Kristen Wiig, I really actually, uh, did enjoy her acting. Um, I think from watching Ghostbusters, I was kind of a little skeptical about it. Um, yeah. I just not, a, not a fan of that movie, but you, you had a thing, uh, you said too, about people just bombarding this movie, which is, uh, you know, it could be like, Oh, woman lead or whatever, which is so dumb because we praise the first one like crazy. Um, the first one was fantastic. Yeah, yes. especially the first two acts of the first one were some of the best in any superhero movie I saw. Oh, yeah. Um, even the when she was uh, storming that town, the whole war scene when she had to get in that town, oh, then they did that it. whole little jump into the tower. What a, mm-hmm. That was amazing. And then even like right after that, the heart that was in there kind of felt like something we don't see in a lot of superhero movies. Yeah. And it was like, ooh, this is something unique that we haven't gotten before. I was, mm-hmm. I was excited to see that again. Yeah. missed it. Uh, I didn't really... Okay, so... Okay, so going through like watching an eighties film, it was it was corny as shit, and I, that was the whole movie, and that I did not appreciate it because this is where we're okay. I'm over the eighties. We got it. Stranger Things nailed it. I don't need anything yeah. more than eighties. Uh, Oversaturation for sure. Yeah, uh, but the thing was that it's coming from the first Wonder Woman, so your expectations uh, for Patty Jenkins is way up here. So when it feel, it honestly feels like. Um, hey, I already passed the class with the B. Um, here's my final report. I don't give a shit about it, and I'm out. That's how this movie yeah. felt to me. Kind of senioritis, in my opinion. Yeah, uh, there you go. Which, by the way, when we're recording this, the news broke today that DC's now, or Warner Brothers is now fast-tracking One Woman 3 because of the sales of this movie. So uh, we're going to go over the story. You're doing that right now. But I also want to talk about this, the release because, of course, that's so important, too. It came out on HBO Max. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it, it honestly felt like, okay, so before Patty Jenkins, I was like, she could walk into that fucking big business meeting, put her feet on the table and like, I want everything. Yeah. Now it's like, uh, step back because this mm-hmm. is, this is not worthy of that anymore. Um, so it gets me a little skeptical of what she's going to do with Star Wars, uh, squadron, Rogue squadron, Squad- Rogue squadron. Rogue squadron. Um, but I thought, but I'm going to go back to, uh, Christine Wiggin or acting. 
I thought uh, Pablo Pascal was great. I thought the acting was fine. Hey, like, that's not the yeah. Um, It's all about... I just... I'm, it's almost 2021. I text you this, too. Why well, I don't, don't want to watch an 80s film. I don't mind if it was, like, uh, the whole thing was the 80s film. It wasn't just, like, in the 80s. And that threw so, me off when yeah. I was watching it. So, really, the aesthetics were bad. Well, actually... Okay, so, actually, to that point, and something I was tweeting in the beginning of, of watching the film, is... It kind of, I liked the cheesiness a little bit just because it reminded me of the 80s superhero movies that I did like. Um, but you're not on board with that either because it wasn't just that it was set in the 80s. It actually, in a lot of ways, especially that first like two hero moments, felt like an early, early Batman or like that Flash show from the 80s, like that kind of thing. Or maybe 90s, yeah. I don't know, but you know. And a lot of things that they would do, like a lot of uh, what the villains would do is like the stone becomes part of uh, Pablo and then like, Oh, hey, you, by the you, way, it's it's Pedro Pascal. Pedro, sorry, Pedro Pascal. It, this is Mandalorian. We do not mess that name. <laughs> I mean, honestly, he's Manda to me. So anything, yeah, yeah. past right. that, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, people keep. By the way, people keep calling him like Dejar Dejin or whatever his real name is. It, the Mandalorian's real name. What? It is Mando. Next yeah, baby Yoda. No. By the way, it's not. You know, no. <laughs> Come on, no, guys. What are you messing with? The are, good things up. You guys are just trying to show <laughs> off that you think you like know all this lore, or whatever. Yeah, like, no, nobody cares exactly. about certain everything. Right. Um, um, I thought that was kind of cheesy. Uh, also, was... um, I, the invisible jet, I could just like now channel this power in my hand and make the jet invisible out of like, nowhere, nowhere yeah, it, to me, nowhere it, to me, it felt like, Oh, by the way, <laughs> let me just invent a new power. <laughs> Same thing with a whip. All of a sudden the whip can do so many things that I'm like, wait, can the whip do that? I, I was like Googling in the middle of this movie, like, can the whip do this? Oh, an additional power that she suddenly has that doesn't make any sense that she has right now is her ability to fly. And like, okay, yes, comic books. Okay, yes, she can fly. Technically, she can glide. And then eventually she just straight up flies. But we've seen her in the future already when she cannot fly. And the next movie doesn't take place in between these two films. So why is she not flying in Batman vs. Superman? Why is she not flying in Justice League? Yeah, I actually didn't even think about that part. I just, I was going to talk about how how, how the fucking plot holes in this movie are so frustrating i was just going to talk about the flying how fucking corny it was like just i mean the whole film was corny um but that's another thing that that's weird okay so when she was on her um when she was on her whip and she realized that her powers were fading and she fell right Mm -hmm. she let go of the whip but that same scene the whip is on her hip you know yeah like catch these things And then you come on like, yeah. isn't that shit and still like stuck in the air over there? Like, <laughs> when'd you go it's get like it? It's like some real Starbucks cup and the Game of Thrones things, but it's, it's a huge <laughs> movie exactly. that everybody's been waiting for. And you guys had extra time to make sure things were right. Because somebody just like, you know what? I'll give us an extra watch while I'm waiting in the pandemic. Yeah. And make sure this stuff's corrected. Yeah. It's almost like they wanted this film to uh, uh, be funny, whatever, to try to like not be the yeah. typical dark DC universe. But I didn't even really think the first Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman was really like that anyway. Um, so, man, this was just what to me just uh, not expected. Kind of a letdown. If I knew going into that this was going to be like a fun, fun film ride, fun ride film, yeah. whatever you want to say, um, I would have been a little different. But I'm I, I agree with you. Um, I think this is a C. Uh, I don't think it's, it deserves any higher than that, really. I don't. I don't. I, and yeah. again, I just want to iterate. It's the writing. It's the it's the production of yeah. the film. Yeah. It, you know, so many people are like, oh, how do you guys get to all of a sudden? Because, you know, Captain Marvel was trending. And people are like, oh, people like Captain Marvel now because they're comparing her to Wonder Woman. 
Okay, first of all, there's superhero movies. Like, let's compare them by superhero movies. Let's compare Wonder Woman to Iron Man and Thor. Like, she's one of the Trinity, so she needs to be compared to a Trinity character. You know, on Marvel side, if you're going to do that. And it doesn't hold up. It does not hold up to the Iron Mans. We all talk smack about Iron Man. Uh, Iron Man 3 is a great example. I actually really like Iron Man 3, and most people don't. You know, it's just that's just how it is. And I'm sure there's a lot of people who like this one and others don't. But I just think that it's not doing her justice to compare to Captain Marvel or something like that. Like, oh, which which woman hero did it best? Like, she's one of the big dogs. It's not about that. Yeah. She needs to carry DC. And this movie does not carry DC. Like, no. this, we're supposed to be looking at a new wave of DC EU. And this one fell flat, in my opinion. Yeah, no, for sure. Like, I, I would have never compared uh Captain Marvel to Wonder Woman at all because I know to me my in my eyes Wonder Woman's on a whole different stage compared exactly. to Captain Marvel. Uh right. and you're right. She needs to be up there with like the Captain America, the Iron Man's like that way up there. Right. Um Yeah, I don't know how, actually I don't wouldn't know who you would compare it to if we did a little quick comparison. But like fame wise and big wise it needs to be up there. Yeah. Oh yeah. She needs to be up you you nailed it. She's like if we're looking at MCU, not necessarily, you know, Marvel in general, but yeah, I think you would be Thor, Captain America, and and Iron Man, and then they're they're kind of rotating things out now to where it'd be like Spider Man, Black Panther, you know, stuff. So that's kind of rotating over there. But yeah, Captain Marvel is kind of like a Doctor Strange level, like really cool characters, but they're not leading the show. Yeah. And Wonder Woman's supposed to be seen tied toe to toe with Superman, who also hasn't been making great films. Let's, I mean, again, you know, the, the first one is good, but whatever. And then Batman. I which actually really... enjoy them. <laughs> you enjoy Batman versus actually, Superman? I, no, I actually I, I kind of did, and I actually enjoyed really? the Superman movies okay. too. I don't know, I don't know, just something I keep. I, hey. I watched the Superman movies a couple times. Again, I because on Twitter today, dude, all day today on social media has been a bunch of our friends and stuff like that. You know, pod friends and stuff like that. Been like, well, I really liked it. I'm like, that's great. You guys like it, but I'm just saying that structurally it's bad. <laughs> you know, like yeah. it, you know, they just didn't do a great job. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, to me, you know, Batman versus Superman. My big complaint is. First of all, that Lex Luthor. Oof. And the next one. Yeah, right? Yeah, I try the to next look past one is, that one. I hate that Batman, who's just like the super genius, stops because he's like, Martha? You said Martha? <laughs> like That just shuts off Batman? Okay. Can somebody tell Joker to name his mom Martha real quick? I mean, come on now. It doesn't make much sense to me, but whatever. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I, Any last thoughts on Wonder Woman before we go? I mean... Just Again, three this, plot holes, writing bad, ending man, terrible. Yeah, is there this, the the way she um the quick cheetah fight scene was whatever. Um, the fucking the talking to the villain to pretty much defeat the villain was like, come on, yeah. Now. Um, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to them. Yeah, okay, we're good. Yeah, and it was a real like if you guys believe hard enough kind of moment. It wasn't really. I mean, come on now. That's like a saving Tinkerbell act two moment getting into act three it's not necessarily like how you finish the film yeah yeah i don't know I, it sucks though because i was ah oh man i was just in love with wonder woman after the first film it sucks to yeah. watch this and you're just like from the beginning to the end they're like fuck man i don't want to watch this anymore and 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 you nailed it earlier too when you said talking about cheetah cheetah deserves better she's oh, too yeah. important to wonder woman and to, to to the dc universe i wanted them to find a way to bring her back because she is just, they, there are multiple um, cheetahs, you know, iterations. Bring back another one, whatever. Cheetah's too important to this franchise. You got to bring it back. You don't have to CGI it all up and stuff like that. They had a kind of an Aries moment with that. But yeah, it just kind of fell flat. Like, we didn't even get much of Cheetah as Cheetah Cheetah, you know? It was just kind of one fight and that was done. 
And and it's like when when she transformed to the CGI cheetah, it's like it doesn't the face didn't resemble Christine Wig at all. He was a whole like, other thing. Like he was just a, a whole, CGI character. A whole yeah, a whole different face. But it was like, ugh, man, like I don't know what they don't understand that we're okay. Well, at least I'm okay. This is my opinion. Uh, to have her in a cheetah outfit, like I'm okay with that. Yeah. And the fight, and well, I know, understand the crazy yeah. fight stunts are gonna CGI that. But or, or at least do like what the Hulk did, where if I look at the Hulk, I can see resemblance in Mark Ruffalo in the face. Like they didn't even, I feel like they didn't even do that. It just looked like a totally different person. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a TV show like Mando can do it better than they can. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. just, I love you, Luke. So <laughs> uh, let's look at the release platform. Okay. I personally watched, I, I, mean, I was all excited. It's Wonder Woman. It's Christmas night. I'm going to treat myself. I made sure to move the couch in front of the big TV because I get, you know, and I got my popcorn ready. I went out and bought popcorn for the event. I was making it movie night. I wanted to kind of recapture some of that theater aspect, right? And I mean, it could be tailor made better. I had a nice big blanket and the dog chilling. And, and because, and I, I actually really liked that. I think that was a good way to watch a new release, making it myself my own experience. Um, did you make sure to kind of like really appreciate the movie or were you distracted with your phone and stuff like that? So I was in heaven, uh, man, I had my heating blanket, uh, I had yeah. some nutty buddies with uh, the trail mix with a little, like, whatever they do to make it, I don't know what they do, um, family <laughs> made it, and I just, whatever, uh, I had some chocolate covered pretzels, uh, man, this is bad for the movie theaters, but, I, man, I felt good. <laughs> Me too, man. This is comfortable I had, as shit. <laughs> I had my thickest blanket and that heater going, and it was, I was like, the theaters can't capture this, like, there's just yeah. no chance. No, yeah, and then, man, I, I'm sitting there on my brand new $2,000 couch, and I'm just, like, in heaven. Like, this is great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not dress, wearing um, whatever the hell I want. <laughs> I was kind of tweeting stuff out in the beginning, but then I was like, you know what? I need to give this all. So I actually cautiously made the, the idea, like, I need to stop tweeting about this so I could really focus on this. But you, you've been to the theaters with me, you know, during the podcast days yeah. now, where I'm sitting there with my phone on the side taking notes as we're watching a movie yeah, in the middle of the theaters. Yeah. I'm that annoying guy. So um, I am used to being distracted by my phone uh, during the events. Um, last thoughts on Wonder Woman before we we head out and reiterate our grades. Uh, just just disappointment. I think Patty is really a, like uh, I just I had her on like the holy grail of DC. Yeah, like she was the savior, and then now it's just like whatever. There's there's where's where's our light? Like where what can we do to get this universe up? James Gunn's got it. Suicide Squad is going to be the one that blows it up. Because so. I'm all about I'm all about Harley Quinn, especially in the DCEU. I mean, she had that that Birds of Prey movie, fantastic. I'm all about Harley Quinn. Okay, okay. okay. So, Suicide I'm hoping with Jim That's Lee's uh kind of like call it overview of everything that yes, kind of get get some hope in that too. And this movie came out, this movie was in the prog- process before he took the realm, so it was out of okay. his control. Good, good. Um, by the way, Jim Lee, really cool Christmas movie he was doing. Uh, he was going around to like uh, medical personnel, just different people and stuff like that, and handing out like renditions that he did, like full art- artwork with him signing and stuff like that, was handing it out to people. Really cool. It's just, I mean, that, like, that's a collectible item right there, what man. What the fuck, man? <laughs> yeah, <I don't> want... <laughs> what about mine? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Gosh. All right, next we're going to talk about Soul. Uh, I actually kind of enjoyed this one. I, I went in with a little bit low expectations. I'm a big fan of John Baptiste, who was in charge of the music for this movie. So I was excited to, I'm not necessarily a big jazz fan, 
but I was open to it and uh, went in with pretty mediocre expectations. Didn't think much. Uh, Story-wise, I felt like it was kind of, it really broke up the normal act structure. It kind of felt like it was all over the place because we had many different like phases, you know, free. Let's do a spoiler alert real quick. Yeah. We should do overall actually. Um, So we had like pre-death, death phase, him as a cat, Post cat, like it was weird the way those structures were broken, the the acts were broken up in this one, um, but it had a decent pace. I would overall say it was an okay movie. It was pretty good. Uh, does it make the top ten Pixar movies? Probably no. not. You know, we got Wally on that list. Are you kidding me? And so, um, yeah. What did you think overall of this one? I thought it was just good, and that's where I'm sticking. Yeah. Uh, sticking with. Uh, sometimes I just said like, oh, it was okay. Um, yeah. Um, I don't with. I think because I'm coming off of Coco, I have high expectations, but now everyone's oh, going to bang like Coco, yes. right? So uh, good. Yeah, so um, watching this, I was excited because I actually do like uh, jazz. I really like going to uh, like these jazz restaurants and kind of just chilling with a drink and some food and just like listening to them play. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really did like that, but it was, um, there was not too much jazz really involved. It was just like an element of the story that was kept being used. Um, yeah. It was in the beginning. Then you have all this death stuff, and then wasn't really in, well. He played one show at the end, and that was it. And uh, even that show was like changing through songs so fast. So you had the multiple different like uh, tempos of jazz, so it really didn't feel like you were listening to a jazz song. You were listening to a montage of jazz, really. Yeah. And so it didn't quite have that same feel like you were getting into it like he was. And but I yeah. thought a little bit of that soul was going to be. Kind of like that term, like, oh, you need to put some soul into your jazz. And it was going to combine like the two, but it, did really, it really didn't do that. It was just mostly just the ghost, basically, spirit and whatever. <laughs> the rules of this world are kind of fast and loose, because there's like that whole part. At the, I mean, like, again, spoilers, just say it again. Uh, the whole part at the end where he's like playing so that he could like elevate himself. Like when you get into the mood, yeah. you kind of like go into heaven a little bit. Not that it's actually heaven. It's just their afterlife, their version of afterlife. Um, you elevate into it and then he's like, okay, well, now that I'm up here, let me hop back on that ship and do this. It's like, okay, is your body dead at the piano right now? There is some stuff like that. Maybe I should stop looking at potholes actually. Now I'm thinking about it, but, um, yeah, there were, they were pretty fast loose with the things. Somebody today brought up a really good point and they're showing stills of how well the lighting was done because it kind of took place during fall as we saw like leaves falling and stuff like that. And so if you guys get a chance to watch this post, this Really pay attention to the lighting. They they went above and beyond, like in that train, the subway system and stuff. It was really nice. Mm. Yeah. Uh, any other pluses or negatives? I'm sorry uh, before we drop a no, grade on this. Man, it's, it's not really like I really have too many pluses or negatives. I thought. Yeah. I thought the I thought the it was kind of cute the whole um. Pre-birth ghost little babies. Yeah. That, that was kind of yeah. neat. Um, to see something like that. It was a cute little system they had where like. Yeah, I like how they're like, go get their personalities. And yeah. whoever's in charge of it is just like, all of you, go be, you know, assholes, basically. Yeah. Like, they keep like, and the other guy's like, we probably should send less people to that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. I think it was a cool system. Sense. I mean, I like how, uh, like how um, he uh, took somebody else's uh, identity, and but he was able to kind of flip it and change, like, oh, this is not really me. This is me. And then it's all his memories. Um, mm-hmm. I liked him as a character, but it was just so. I did. It was just not background for him i guess i don't know i guess we're just focused yeah. on it but even okay so even at the end when you were talking about like oh he goes into the, like their afterlife spirit realm heaven whatever uh that mm-hmm. um because he was playing the piano and then he was like okay well now it's like i'm dead so did you die at the piano did you have a stroke were you having a heart attack right. how are we getting at that 
And then we're giving you the second life. I think because I'm coming off of Coco. Uh, what? Three out of three, I cried <laughs> when I watched Coco. Yeah. Oh, man. That <laughs> like, last part where he plays a song for his yeah. grandma and then she starts to sing it too. Yeah. And like, oh, yeah. Started. And the world was beautiful and stuff. And it, this world beautiful. was not as strong as the uh, Afterlife in Coco. Coco's, yeah, Coco's Afterlife, especially like they had those orange flowers and stuff like, like it had mm-hmm. really good colors to it. And it had like the Dios de Muertos, like the paint, you know, on all yeah. the, it was so cool. When this one was just like, you're a blue blob and you're like an off blue blob yeah. and stuff like that. It wasn't like really fancy. And there was no uh, twist. I know I shouldn't be keep, keep comparing this to Coco, but there was like no twist. Like, okay, like, oh shit, Ernesto's not really our dad. It's Hector. He's actually the villain, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, um, that was good. Yeah. There was nothing to this movie for me. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, he felt bad and somehow he was he went back to the afterlife, but it was just kind of a straight shot movie, really. Like, there was nothing to it. It was. I kind of wanted, it would have been a little, maybe a little bit too easy, but I kind of wanted it to be where his spark was mo- was mentoring. Like, he mentored the Tina Fey's character, 22, that's the name. Yeah. He, me- he mentored 22, and, and then he got kind of like, he kind of got joy out of that, and then there's a part where his students are, you know, like, there's that one student that's... So I was kind of hoping that the spark was inspiring others like creating more sparks like that would have been kind of like a little way to close things off i was hoping 22 instead of like hey i'm trying to show you jazz and music or whatever i was hoping 22 because you really see the him uh 22 talking to other people that she would become that uh that mentor or whatnot and kind of like beating off the path of being jazz now yeah the uh other thing too what i would have loved at the ending was like it did like a couple of years in the future he's playing jazz whatever the hell he wants to do but he kind of like locks eyes with a little girl and then it yeah. kind of just walks off. And then, you know, yeah. like, hey, you know, 22 is in this world. She's doing fine that or whatever the cool. hell, you know, but instead it just kind of in him like, hey, make the most of your life. But, yeah, I'm going to enjoy life, which is a good message, but yeah. it wasn't as finite. I think that maybe most Pixar movies, because they have a lot of you know, younger audiences would probably have been like, like, OK, the answer is this, you know, stuff like that. I just kind of was like. What happened in 22? I want to know. Is she doing okay? True. Yeah, she landed. Yeah, you could tell she landed in like the Asia. I was trying to like, okay, where is she going? Is she going to be in New York with him? No, she landed somewhere in Asia. Yeah, and, and, even... and the idea that like any voice, so really, it's anybody, right? It doesn't, you know. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, there's something else there. It, it was a decent movie. I did like it. Uh, Jamie Foxx, I think, did really good job voice acting in it. Jamie Foxx could really just him. be any voice. Yeah. It, it's so <laughs> crazy. When you see him in interviews, like the guy seems like he's a little off his rocker, but when he sits down and does a job, I mean, man, his portrayal of, of, uh, Ray Charles blew me oh, away man. back in the day, man. Yeah. And so <laughs> I think he did a really good job. He had like a lot of inflection in his voice and he seemed like he was really busting it up. Yeah. Uh, let's drop a grade on this. What are you thinking? Uh, I'm doing a B minus. B minus. Uh, that's exactly where I'm at too. Oh, is B minus. <laughs> yeah. I think that's fair. Uh, so it beats Wonder Woman, which was surprising. I know we were kind of Instagramming back and forth and you're like, yeah, I know, and I was like, eh. it was funny because I, I was man. like, dude, Soul is okay, and then you like watch Wonder Woman, and then my next one was like, yeah, you're right, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it was interesting, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I didn't expect that to happen a couple of days ago. Uh, all right, so that's our reviews, guys. We got B minus for Soul, and then we have the C for uh, Wonder Woman. Uh, before we go, we have the three shirts we're giving away to uh, the Twitter folks and Instagram folks. So what we have here, I have a list of one to thirty-five. A lot of people are like for liking on both, so there's some doubles. Uh, but we we consolidated down to thirty-five. So squeaks, I want you to pick one from thirty-five. First one, go ahead. Eleven. Eleven. Okay, so that goes to Hazer. Uh, 
I don't remember what the last name was, but it's Hazer. I'm going to DM you guys to get your size, their shirt selection, and your address, and we'll send it to you. By the way, how do you like that new 2021 shirt that we have that looks like you're in college? Yeah, I like that one, actually. Me too. (laughs) I actually really do like that one. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, pick another one from 1 to 35. Uh, 23. 23 is... What should we watch podcast? All right, good stuff. A lot of, you know, because... If you guys, if you guys don't know, if you have a podcast, you're on social media a lot to try to spread the word. A lot of podcasters are responding to this tweet. Uh, all right. What's another one? One to 35. Eight. Eight. Dan Bickle. Dan Bickle, congratulations. You got a shirt as well. All right. There we go. We have our three winners right there. Um, we're going to try to do more giveaways more often, kind of spread the word on the, uh, on the merch and stuff like that. And also it's just fun to give away shirts. So uh, that's it for the show. Uh, we have a level up coming up later on, guys. You guys can get a piece of that. Uh, and then we're going to be taking next week off so we can kind of like reset things and stuff like that. We have all kinds of new stuff coming to the podcast. We have, we, we'll, we'll actually create a post for it so you guys can read up all the cool stuffs coming up. And um, it's going to be really good. All right. We'll see you guys next in two weeks. <laughs> you guys have some fun. Happy New Year. Bye. for joining us on the geek freaks podcast you can find us on twitter at geek freaks pod we're also on facebook instagram you can email us we have our patreon and a store all those links are in the description thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you guys next week